Welcome to the Extraordinary Quest with Bogey and Chass. Today is March 17th, 2021. We're excited to discuss the topic of awakenings with you all today. What do you think about awakenings, Bogue? I am excited to talk about this particular topic because this is, on a global scale, one of the biggest things I think that is happening on the planet right now um, that we all should be aware of especially if we're going through a lot um, and we're wondering why, and it seems as though we are kind of awakening to a lot of things, um, especially things that we've always kind of been kind of aware of, but now we're really paying attention to them. I think that's kind of what's going on um, amongst all the people on the planet right now. So I think it's funny that you say that because actually I was confronted with a girl on a gal on, on my Facebook, one of my Facebook groups that I'm in or, my um, social media groups, and a lady posted this just this past week, March 14th. Please, can someone tell me if I'm experiencing a spiritual awakening? I think so, but my abilities haven't kicked in. I'm so confused, and I feel like giving up. So I think that was when we decided to do the show topic. exactly like a spiritual awakening, doesn't it? (laughs) I think if you're out there and you are questioning this, if you have this question, you probably are having a spiritual awakening. Right. If you've questioned it. And it goes to show you are actually more familiar as what's happening to you than you even realize. So if you're even thinking it's a spiritual awakening, chances are that's probably, that probably is what's going on. Right. On some level, whether it's the beginning of it, mid-range, as we've talked about this, we've discovered that we are still slap in the middle of our spiritual awakenings. I kind of feel most like likely. even if it's like on a small level, if you're changing who you are, even if it's very subtle and slight and it's really beca- for the better for yourself and you're really kind of paying attention to who you are and what you're doing and here, why you're here, I think that's the biggest part of an awakening. I um, think you're right. I think the planet as a whole. Little growths are part of that. Right. Um, it says, you know, I've been reading so many different things about how our planet is going through an awakening, which makes sense that like the planet is going through it with us at the same time. Um, but the existence of mankind, the truth of our planet's health, um, it's like we're being awakened to so many things toward the truth. Um, like what's in our foods, our morals, how we lie to ourselves, how we're not living at full capacity. Um, make Basically awakening as to who we are and why we're here. So let me tell you some of the comments to this lady from all these different people that are in this group. So we all have kind of a same level of awareness. Um, we're sort of in the same group as far as what we, be- certain beliefs and certain values. So some of the comments okay. were were funny though. So, but I, I picked the ones that I thought probably were relevant. Um, somebody put, commented, awakening is a journey, not a destination, which I can 100% okay. agree with. Yeah. <clears throat> awakening happens multiple times. It's a process. So that was another person. Um, And another person proposed um, that the discernment of truth is the first power, quote, in quotation. I'm I'm doing my little quote, unquote, around power. So because she was saying she had not her abilities. So they said the discernment of truth, which I thought was so interesting, um, being able to not be able to lie and also being able to discern a lie because that's something that I've been able to do for a long time. I read a meme about that this week. I think I sent it to you, something about the pineal gland. But what was interesting about it was that it made sense to me because um, it, there, there is something about that where once you are able to sense the truth, you can sense the not non-truth as well. 
Right. And I'm even in episode one, I kind of touched on that, how I was able to do that back in high school and I would trap a line boyfriend, right. I think I said. Um, so I thought that was really interesting that I came across that um, confirmation. Another person said, to unlock potential and gifts, we must first turn inward and heal ourselves. So I I think I, I agree with that healing and turning inward are both parts of things that you do, maybe not intentionally, um, but those two things do, I think, I think influence so our, our awakenings. Well, those. I've been saying too, seasonally, I think that seasons almost represent what we are supposed to be going through in a sense where I think winter is actually months where we kind of go into ourselves and we use that, we can use that time to actually work on things for ourselves. So then when like spring comes, there's like this almost awakening of like, you know, then too, of almost like a, a rebirth. New season. And it's almost like every year we kind of get a rebirth and we don't even realize it. But if we maximize that time where it, just like the planet is kind of going inward and all the animals and hibernation, um, we can kind of do that too, I think. And then when it's time to go outdoors and do out things, um, we can do those things as well. But I think it's just ma maximizing your time of whatever is going on. But that inward process, I think a lot of it can come with season, seasonally um, processing or whatever you want to call it as well. The last one I'm going to share, because this is probably so true for so many people. This person said, mine was scary as hell. <laughs> and I guess I'll have to put a <laughs> My spiritual awakening wasn't like that one that looks real pretty. You know what I mean? It was, Mine wasn't. Seriously, everyone's <laughs> manifests so differently. That's what's interesting is everyone's manifests so differently. And on one hand, you can have this beautiful kundalini awakening that's blissful. And right. you just tap right in and all these blessings fulfill you and then the majority of times I feel it's like, like it's more over like your whole world caves in and you lose everything and then you're it's the parallel <laughs> on one level it's the best it's ever been oh my gosh I can't believe I like I who I am who I am I'm thinking the way I am and then there's this other level of like <laughs> it had to get so bad to get here that I'm not sure if, how to take it you know that <laughs> But then everything negative that seems to happen or what we perceive as negative is actually a falling away of old things or people or something that needs to not be there. And as that, bad uh, as it, it can seem, it maybe yes. isn't bad. It's actually for the greater yes. good of yourself, for your higher self, for your higher purpose. But it doesn't look it like that in the is. moment, does it? <laughs> it never does. In the moment, it is confusing. And see, it's just like um, even being aware of it. You know, I'm going through things like normal people do. Um, on a daily basis where I, for, for some reason, even though I live these principles, I feel like I don't always in the moment remember what I'm supposed to be thinking and doing. <laughs> you know, we all are victim to it. Yes. <laughs> ego versus self every time. And so I keep finding that you just got to stay in it. You know, your right mindset and you'll start, you'll start making better choices. Your minds, your mind really will change. We all have lots of work to do there, I think. And so, so, so again, any time, and what's is so interesting, I think, is any time we talk about these topics and we decide to take on a new topic as um, to present it out to you guys, they, we, our lives change in that moment, really, <laughs> as soon as that decision's made of that next topic, um, are, we are taking in that we want to actually work on that ourselves it turns out we didn't realize we were doing that until 
these um, shows started getting released and now it has changed our lives. And so as we decided, let's talk about awakenings and let's talk about what we've done and what, what our experiences are and what other people's experience are. Let's share this. Let's get this moving around this awakening energy. Um, it, we've like asked shows. the universe. It's like, be careful what you ask yeah. for because we've asked for yeah. that. And then we get <laughs> stuck with, cha- we get not stuck. We get presented with challenges. Right. Like just the awakening, working on this episode, there's been so much I've been awakened to just since we've been talking about this particular episode. And so I feel like I, going through the show, it's more than just a show. It's almost like it's an experience while we're doing the show. And it's like I'm having a, it's almost like I'm having awakenings to things while we're talking about awakenings because of the show. And it's strange how like the show has its own energy and it's like it taking on its life of its own or whatever. And so it's really neat that we actually are blessed enough to have this platform. Yeah. Yeah. So I was at, as I said, things will present themselves to us. And, and so as we were talking about awakening and seeking out what is the best information to share with you guys about awakening and spiritual awakenings, if everyone out there, anyone out there is thinking, asking the same question, am I going through a spiritual awakening? Um, what does that look like? It can look like so many different things. Um, so I, so I came across a book on audible and it's called the Kundalini, Kundalini awakening empath and psychic abilities. It's a two in one. So in this book, it, it's all about the Kundalini awakening, which is really the same kind of awakening that we're talking about. Um, the Kundalini energy is very much the same, just a different term for the chi or pranic energy or bioenergy, the things that we've already discussed as far as the energy we're talking about as in previous episodes two and three. Um, and that name seems like an ancient word. And Kundalini, Kundalini has been around for thousands of years. It's interesting because uh, in this in this book on Audible, it lets me know it let me know that you know the Kundalini Yoga is a practice that they that they in ancient times it was a sacred link between the spirit and body. So it wasn't about now. Here we are with yoga, and we're all about exercise. But it wasn't like that in the origin in the origins. So it was a clear link to Brahman that that that's what they felt, which was the spirit like God inside of us. And the the premise is that we are all Brahman and we're all God-like consciousness and that energy center is within us all. So, so with this, it was thousands, dates back to 1000 to 500 BC are the first recorded um, of Kundalini Yoga. And basically there were these yogi thousands of years ago and they um it was very much um hidden and secretly passed on from master to chosen disciple for thousands of years and only the indian yoga elite even had access to this information i would love to know how they found the person or like what came to them excuse me that made this person be the chosen one or how they knew and i feel like they probably always knew I think a lot of it happened in dream states and things like that, too, in transcendental states, um, because that did mention something about they were in circles and then they would have these dream manifestations. And um, it had to do with what is that word? It's always evading me. Um, The Upanishads, the Upanishads. Um, So what it about that. Uh So what it was, was the visions of the Upanishads and they would recite them. And so basically, um, 
And then they even said, you know, Buddha and Jesus went about the same kind of things. But so in 1968, it wasn't until 1968, and it was completely only in India. We had no idea about it here in the U.S., but this rebel yogi, Yogi Bijan, came to Canada and then eventually made his way to Los Angeles and spread this Kundalini Yoga teachings all over um, in the late 60s. Basically, because they said over two years from 68 to 70 and um, taught 8,000 Kundalini Yoga classes. And basically, it has spread all over from there. Well, like Tess and I were, like I had mentioned to Tess before the show, is that it must have been the right time for it to, that information to come to the planet or for that particular knowledge to come here on a bigger level. You know, why it was the late 60s or whatever. There was like an awakening, basically, to that knowledge to the planet. Exactly. And he recognized that. He he recognized when he got to L.A. and there was this whole hippie counterculture going on in San Francisco and um, these experiments with psychedelics. and It's like it aligned itself just perfectly, it sounds like. It was definitely the right time, yeah, in in the history of the universe for that information, yeah, to come here and to spread the way that it did because... A lot of people back then were coming to the area, leaving, you know, coming away from the area, going from New York to San Francisco, all over the country. And people were traveling a lot at that time, hitchhiking and well, doing all these the, things we can't, yeah. ways we can't even uh, like travel things now. we just picture now, you know. <laughs> we can't even travel. With the Kundalini way. energy, that whole concept, that's kind of, that's another way of awakening to kind of how our bodies work, how our minds work, an awakening as to how all this stuff works and how it pertains to us, or if it's something we've just kind of read about before. Yeah. And how... How is it? Re- how does it really pertain to us? And how do, you know, we awaken to really how our bodies are working and how we don't have to do the same things we used to do anymore. We can take better care of ourselves. We can heal ourselves. We can do all these things now that we weren't aware of before, which is an awakening in itself. Well, and I think for me, it totally piqued my interest. I'm like so excited to learn about Kundalini Yoga and yoga and awakening this energy, even though honestly, they're they're people are like out there are like it's really scary and you have to prepare your body for it and um, you have to prepare your mind and your body for it because if you're not ready for it just like they say if you focus on your third eye and you're not ready like it can literally make you go crazy like um, major chakra cleansing though from the benefits of it all the all all from 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 mind to body everything so the basic thing is they're saying um daily in order to get to this point basically because you can't force it the kundal the awakening is going to happen when the awakening is going to happen what i know exactly what they mean by that i think i mean forcing it you can't force it you you can't you can't force it so but you can prepare your body so they're they're saying physical exercise daily meditation following a physical exercise these are things that will in it's something i'm hearing in this is that it's one of those things, and you'll find this uh, pertains to a lot of things, is that your mind, it has to do with your mind. Our I feel minds, like your minds yeah. have to be in the right place, or your mind has to be doing something um, to be able to receive, whether it's an asking or receiving or something. You have to be right. somehow consciously aware, I'm guessing. Of I don't know if you have to be consciously aware, but at least on some level, there is probably awareness, but... Um... but I Maybe thought it's was... an awareness. Maybe that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, an awareness. But I think, so So this kundalini yoga, they, they've taught it, and the aim is to awaken our higher selves. That's the whole aim of this whole practice. Um, it's not anything about exercise or getting your booty high or whatever, but it's all about aiming to awaken your higher self, our higher selves. Right. So I'm totally down. I was already like 
Googling the next nearest place to me I that I can try this. learn. I want to do this I just one. at least want to practice. And then I started getting, looking into practicing it. And then it was like, oh, here's the, here's if you want to instruct it and teach it as a course or whatever. And I'm becoming oh, wow. a yoga instructor. And I was like, <laughs> ooh, because I've thought about that for a long time. I've been wanting to try yoga. I want to do that. Um, and, and I think there's a lot more to it than just the physical, what, what we're aware of. And how it can actually spirit, because it is about connecting the back breath with the physical movement, with the stillness of the mind. That's what I'm wondering, is it connecting of the mind, body, and spirit kind of thing? Exactly. So, as, as we have learned, every spiritual awakening is completely different. But, like Bogey said earlier... If you are questioning it, then you're at least, you have an awareness. You know that this is probably what's happening to you. Um, we all have that inner voice and it it's telling you, it's telling you to ask well, that question because it's looking for guidance. And I think an people answer. say, what am I supposed to be doing? I think if you're just placing your intent, your heart, your mind in all the right directions and trying to manifest all the things that's better for your life for the right reasons, if you will maybe say, you know. You just hit something right there that I don't want to gloss over, but manifestation during the period of a spiritual awakening is probably super heightened. Yes. So I think being real clear on your thoughts and what you want. Because I think what happens to a lot of us is instead of doing that, we get fear gets involved and then we start thinking about what we're afraid of and what we might what might right. happen that we actually don't want. And then that's what we manifest because right. <laughs> we're manifesting what we're focusing on, which is this fear based idea, whatever that may be. What, because I've heard so many people talk about losing people, for example. Um, and I think you can attest to this because you yeah. lost some people, but then they came back, right? Some people do. Yeah. Some, um. <laughs> some, some did and some didn't. Yes. If they're meant to come back, they will. If they're not, you'll see why. It may be not in the time, but later on you will. You'll see why. It seems like anything you've gone through that's painful during your spiritual awakening, later on you'll understand why. So not like, in the I want always. you to share your experience like with your parents, for example. I did feel like during my spiritual awakening, there was a part at the very beginning where there was so much going on. We had had, I had kind of a falling away with the, my parents. And then we came back later and kind of uh, rebuilt our relationships, you know, together. And there was a new understanding, I think, when you guys... Totally different we're able to. feel. It's different. Um, but it's almost like we are more on the same level. We're more, there is more of an understanding there, I think, where I'm an adult. I'm not, not a kid anymore. It's almost like something had to, almost had to be a going away and coming back. And that's kind of what happened with me. Um, but I feel like I'm noticing with spiritual awakenings, there's something where you have a falling away with parents or family. It's almost a separation. I don't know if a lot of other people are sensing that, but I did. Um, and what I was saying, too, about the Kundalini yoga, because I'm not as familiar with it, so I can't say 100% what well, people totally are doing or what, how that works. Well, it's a totally new for me, too. Like um, I said, I just started with this book. It just seems I, like you do a lot with your mind. You know, yes. if anything you do seems to be, it always seems to do with your mind. So that's the reason why I said that. So I did, wanted to say that. So in case I was incorrect about that, um, that it, you know, I wanted to clear that up. Yeah, it's a definitely, like I said, it's just about awakening to our higher self from what I understand. And I have a lot more understanding to do about this particular topic, obviously. And 
I will be happy to share that information as it comes along and what I learn along my way um, of this Kundalini experience because I am totally stoked about it. Honestly, I would love to. I mean, I'm not afraid of it, I think. And I think that's part of it is being ready. We kind of talked about that a little bit after my circle last week that I went to. And I'll share a little bit with uh, our audience about that healing circle, healing and uh, message circle that I went to here in our hometown, which is a really cool thing. That's a really good one. To have offered um, somewhere near where where you live. So if, if there is anything weird or cool like that out there, you guys should go check it out and report back to us and tell us what your experience was because we love to hear all of your stories. Definitely email and us. And if you ever think that you should be somebody who has to be on our show, you know, definitely email us and say, hey, I have something I want to talk about. And that email is the extraordinary quest 1111 at gmail.com. So, yeah, email us at the extraordinary quest 1111 at gmail.com and give us your stories. Give us your experiences. Do you do Kundalini? Have you had an awakening? Don't get me wrong. What I'm not going to try like? to turn everybody into a show either if they have an experience. Uh, but I would like to hear from you guys for sure. Well, it is really cool, especially when you get confirmations from other people. Yeah, this is how mine was. Or, you know, like I found that, like that person shared about the truth was your first like power or gift or thing that you get um discerning the truth i think that's such a cool thing because it's something i can relate to and so when you can relate to others it seems to normalize it and i think that's partially what we're here to do is normalize all these conversations and these experiences to not like just crazy people that talk about i just this. remembered that while we're having this conversation that one of the first things that during my spiritual awakening was I had this knowing. I kept saying, one of the first things that comes to you is this knowing. And I think now that we're saying it, maybe the knowing was the beginning of, with the truth. Yeah. What The truth of everything. It makes sense now, it, that knowing. So much, it, like there's so much more confirmation. I've been getting so much confirmation about this particular show and us talking about awakenings and the awakening of everything that it, I've been getting much more information than information I already had. It's like another addition. It to what I've already learned. Like a one more puzzle piece? Yes, just like that. So this is this particular show has been really interesting. And so it's telling me, too, that um, not only are we awakening to everything that we're supposed to be doing and why we're here and all this, but the one thing I didn't understand was that we you're so not alone in it. If you're going through a spiritual awakening, there are other people going through it. And if you feel like you're having something super weird, I swear there's somebody else that's probably had something weirder. And it's probably me. <laughs> so I'm just saying that if you feel like you're alone, you're not. That's the one thing that you do have. It's like You have us, people like us who have a show to talk about it. Whereas when I was going through it, there wasn't a bogey and chast to talk to because, you know, we were going through it ourselves. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we, we, we definitely would love to find out your stories, relate to what you're going through yeah. and, um, you know, share it with others. And that's the point of this is to bring us all together into this community of working on being woke individuals. <laughs> like I'm We're not ever going to say one thing somebody did say on there. It says, don't, tr don't ever listen to anybody that says I am enlightened right. because if they're right. saying like someone that is enlightened would never say that. <laughs> or what I hear a lot is, well, this is going to sound strange. And I'm like, you'd be surprised. <laughs> right. Don't think uh, or when we say it's weird, that's actually a good thing. <laughs> so I, I don't feel like a lot of things that people are tell tell me are actually as strange as they might, might think that they are. No, but anytime you have, anytime you 
you're going to start a sentence and it starts out with this sounds strange, chances are it's going to be interesting either way. Right. It will definitely be interesting. <laughs> we are definitely interested if it starts that way for sure. So I yeah. think um, as far as awakenings, everyone just, I think one thing that did come about to come to me as far as a message was regarding surrender. I think if, if you are presented, if we are presented with this process, then we're ready and the time is now. So I think the more we surrender to it, the better off we are. And the more we resist it, the more challenging it can be, I think. That is a good, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Huge issue with me. My first few months, year, whatever, I went through so, I had gone through so much trying to figure out this one question and it was, am I ready yet for this? Or am I ready yet for that? And that is exactly it. If you're having, if you're going through it, God knows you're ready. You may not know, but you're ready. Um, if you're, it's before you and you're saying, I'm looking at this. I feel like I'm ready. I can do it. But then you have to feel like you look back to somebody for confirmation or you're not sure. <laughs> yeah. You don't need it anymore. You are ready. If right. it's happening and you're able to, you know, go through this experience, it's meant for you to happen to you. And that was one thing I had a hard time with was I almost had to have somebody to tell me that it was okay to do certain things or whatever. Um, Luckily, I had somebody that I could talk to during the spiritual awakening, that one person that was going through it as well. But my, what was interesting about that was that I did question, oh, should I be doing this right now? And crystals was a good, good subject because when I started learning about crystals, I didn't feel ready, but I was ready and I just didn't know it. And I I did. I learned the crystals. I went with what I thought. I followed the energy of like knowing that I was supposed to be doing it. You trusted Um, and surrendered and just gave in. But once your fears start to fall away after the knowing, it seems like the fears will start to fall away. And once that kind of does, you are kind of opened and I guess awakened in a sense to all these new things. It's that new awareness. It's like, yeah. Being open to it. That's so cool. I love that. I love that. So just, I hope everyone feels encouraged, basically, that it is normal and it's okay and you're ready and we're ready for you to join us um, on this incredible, extraordinary quest. It is is always um, something new and we can't wait to share it all with you. So Thank you for joining us today. Please tune in for our next episode where we'll be discussing belief systems.